Hi guys, it's our time to get the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast. Hosted by Travis D. I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle. I like that. Nubby the Amazing Turtle. I knew you would. It's just nice hearing Nubby. God. Well, I told you. I told you I'd make you happy one day. Right. It's been two weeks since I heard Nubby because uh, we took a break last week. Not by choice, but. No. No. Life. No. Life. Fucking right. life. Right. I, I get why they call it a shoot because you wish you were fucking dead. Or you want to shoot people. One of the two. <laughs> Uh, guys, uh, don't worry about, uh, us missing last week. Um, we are going to kind of go over some of the highlights that happened at the show two weeks ago over the weekend. Uh, Nubby has all those for us, so we're going to hit those real quick. Uh, we're also going to go over everything that happened this past weekend. And of course, uh, at least that I know of, there's four big shows happening this weekend. As of right now, yes, there are four. I thought there was three and then. You pointed out one, and I don't know how that slipped my mind, but <laughs> but it's in the hopper, so it's ready. <laughs> so we got four shows that are happening this weekend that we know of as of right now. Um, but Nubby uh, actually did a brilliant thing and uh, put a post out on our Facebook page. If you guys haven't had a chance to check it out yet, uh, if you are a owner of a wrestling company or you promote a wrestling company, you book a wrestling company, and you want us to talk about it here on Just Freak Wrestling, Reach out to us and let us know because we'd love to add you to the list of companies that we talked about. Um, Nubby probably knows the list better than I do, but obviously we talk about SCW. It's one of the biggest uh, companies, one of the companies that we talk about the most. Uh, Chicago Style Wrestling we talk about, Dreamwave we talk about, uh, POW we happen to mention, ARW Pro, uh, Crash Tested Wrestling I think we talk about, yep. IPW, um, Northern Lights Wrestling. All right. I want to say there's like one or two in there as well that we have Northland. Northland. So, and we're uh, going to have a new one I'm going to talk about today. Oh, nice. So, uh, yeah, so if you guys are out there and, like I said, you're part of a company that you want mentioned on the podcast, please feel free to reach out to us either on Facebook at Just Freak Wrestling uh, Podcast or uh, at Just Freak Wrestling Yahoo.com. Just message us, reach out to us and everything, and uh, we'll look into your company and uh, promote and plug your shit. Hey, wrestling, I got to talk about more. I think I slipped on that one and missed their most recent show. So that's on me, and I do apologize to Paul for doing that. Uh completely slipped my mind for some reason. I thought their next show was in November, and I was actually uh, back in uh, September. So uh, I will do better at that. So, Paul, again, I apologize for Phoenix Pro Wrestling, but I will keep up to date on that one as well. Uh, we're going to go over the predictions for Extreme Rules. Maybe I'll get Steve and Dally's down the line. If not, then it's just going to be a mono-on-mono uh, thing between us for predictions for this uh, pay-per-view coming up. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to dive into all that. Before we do, I just got to mention that this episode of Just Freak Wrestling is brought to you by CarterComics.com. Now, if you're looking for a place to buy all your comic uh, books, whether they be graded or raw, CarterComics.com is the best place for you to do that. Fill up your cart, use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, You'll save 10% on your entire order of comics. And I think I said promo code, which that's my mistake, because it's not technically a promo code, it's a discount code, which means it's a code you can use over and over and over on every order you place. It's not just a one-and-done kind of thing, it's used 
over and over and over again. And the best part about our discount code is that it's also used on your eBay purchases at any of their four eBay accounts. And you can find those accounts just by going to cartercomics.com, scrolling to the bottom of the homepage, and clicking on one of the four links that are right there. Cartercomics.com, get your comics today. Yes, sir. Lots of comics. Lots of. So, man, unrelated to wrestling, but I do want to mention it because it's part of FreakNet Studios, as JFW Podcast is part of FreakNet Studios. Travis D. and uh, Cartoon Joe uh, celebrate Halloween over the month of October, as we call it this freaky show, as uh, Cartoon Joe takes a break and the Freak Joe kind of joins me for the entire month. Went across Indiana and did some vlogs at 12 different uh, cemeteries across the entire state. Uh, they're known for being uh, very haunted and weird things happening at them. And me and the Freak Joe, we vlogged 12 of them. And they're going to be released throughout the month of October, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and finally the last one being released on Halloween itself. You can find all those vlogs at Freaknet Studios' YouTube page. The first one just got dropped today as we record, which is Monday, October 3rd. And then, as I mentioned, Monday, Wednesday, Friday of the month of October, with the last one being on Halloween itself. So make sure you check those out. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Hit the notification bell. So you know when those drop and uh, enjoy our vlogs because they're a lot of fun doing it. And not to uh, put any pressure on anybody, but they're exhausting to do. So to get the views on it would actually make me feel a little bit better about fucking doing it. So Yeah, that's it. I'll definitely have to check those out. Oh, you got to check them out. They're, they were kind of fun, especially since I fucked up uh, the audio <laughs> on them and had to voice over all of them. But they're still really cool. And uh, it was a lot of fun doing them. So, uh, wrestling stuff. Uh, Extreme Rules is coming up this Saturday as WWE transitions from Sunday pay-per-views into Saturday pay-per-views, which I still don't get why they want to do that, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, as of right now, there's six matches, which I'm guessing they're probably going to do one or two more. Uh, right. We'll have Bobby Lashley defending uh, his United States Championship. I doubt they're going to book any type of uh, uh, Roman Reigns title match uh, defense because there's not really working any kind of storyline for that at the moment. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Alpha Academy faces um, Gargano and Owens again because we know that they've been having a thing. But there is six matches that uh, we can predict right now, and if any additional ones happen, then we can just mention them before the show review starts on Saturday which uh, I probably will see it on Sunday because I will be at SCW Rockin' Wrestling Hollow Mania show at Steam Hollow Brewing. Oh, why? How about that? Yeah. We just uh, have a beer together. God, so many beers. So many. So many fucking beers. After the last couple of weeks at work. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I want to start out with the uh, six-man tag team match that's been announced. So let me pull this up real quick. <clears throat> They're calling a six-man tag team good old-fashioned Donnybrook match, which I tried to look up the description of that, and literally just fisticuffs are flying. Uh, I'm going to guess it's a tornado tag-style match. Uh, the Brawling Brutes, which uh, consists of Seamus Ridge Holland and Butch, taking on Imperium, which is Gunther, Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to go with Team Sheamus. 
Yeah, I want the Brutes too. Um, it seems like more up their alley. Like Imperium right. does seem like almost like this is almost like gangs in New York kind of thing. You know, you always give it to kind of the uh, the uh, the scraggly kind of people more so than the prim proper people. Like Revolutionary War, you know, the Imperium's like British, and then the Brutes are kind of like those. Those, uh, those dirty, disgusting revolutionaries. Mm. And they're always going to be, you know, one step ahead of the prim and proper. At least what I feel. Uh, let's go uh, Edge versus Finn Balor in an I Quit match. <clears throat> mm. Logically, normally I would say I think Edge is going to win. But... I want to guess that Finn Balor is going to pick up the win on this, and I don't think it's going to be because Finn Balor is going to make Edge just naturally say, I quit. I feel, and this is only my guess, because I want to justify my answer. Edge is going to say he quits because Judgment Day is going to put Beth Phoenix into harm, causing him no other choice but to say, I quit. You know what? I'm going with that as well. Some kind of shenanigans would, and I, I think it'll be more Beth Phoenix in that, involved in that. So yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, it just like I, I, the one thing I kind of noticed more when it comes to WWE and stuff, as far as like their finishes and stuff at pay per views, is that there's there's something always unique about them. There's something different and involved. It's not just you know, regular, like, okay, this is just how it's going to be. There's always something, like, the heel wins because of cheating. You know, the baby fist wins because of the massive comeback. It's always a high spot finish or something memorable about this uh, finish, as, uh, you know, for the last couple months that the big view has been going on. And I just, I want to say, obviously, the logical choice is Edge is going to win. But, I don't know, I think in order to move the story forward, you have to do something where Edge loses and to keep him strong, you don't just want him to lose outright to Finn Balor. You want him to lose because he has no choice but to lose. And whether it be like Dominic and uh, Rhea dragging like Finn, you know Beth Phoenix like off to the stage, threatening to throw her off if he doesn't say I quit or some shit like that, I think would sell the story a little bit better. Uh, let's go Bailey, Bianca Belair, and a ladder match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Ooh. I want to go with Bailey, but I just, I don't see her winning the title right now. I just don't, mm-hmm. unless, unless they really want to build her as the champion. But Bianca still hasn't had it long enough, in my opinion. And I just, I'm going to have to go with Bianca on this one, but ooh. To see Bailey with the title as a heel, Ooh. but yeah. the way the story's going, when I say it's Bianca. See, I, I I'm kind of in the same mindset as far as like Bianca has been champion for that long. She's having a good run as a face, but I want to give it to Bailey because I think that they want to set Bianca up to kind of chase it again. Um, and I think I think Bianca chasing the championship does more for the championship than her just holding on to the championship. Especially right. with damage control being, you know, a group that are trying to build bigger and better. Giving everyone a championship in there seems pretty cool. And I know like they did it a lot with uh um 
Oh, what's uh, what's Mandy Rose's uh, team in NXT? Shit, I don't remember. I Toxic haven't watched Attraction. NXT. Toxic, oh. uh, Toxic Attraction. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I know they did it with that. Obviously, they're doing it with uh, the Bloodline and everything. But it's one of the things, like, if it works, why, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, and I think with Bailey coming back, uh, them finding a way to cheat Bianca out of it, I think it would build to a great match, maybe a Survivor Series or something like that. Even if they were doing like a Survivor Series style match where they do like damage control versus like Bianca, Alexa Bliss, and Oscar, you know, they add a couple more people on either side if they want. But um, I'm going to give it to Bailey to win because I think uh, they're going to give it to her just to build Bianca for like for the next pay per view. Right. Uh, let's go. Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a strap match. Uh, simple. I'm picking Cross just because uh, this is like his first match back since he got re- since he got signed. If they if he loses, it just destroys everything in right. my mind. Like for him to lose his first match back, uh, being signed and all that shit would just be dumb. Uh, and obviously, I think if he went over on Drew, it doesn't hurt either one of them. They're both tough fucking dudes. So for Drew to take a loss wouldn't be that big of a deal. Um, so I'm going to pick Karrion Cross just because logic states being the, you know, the returning guy first match back, he should pick up the win. I agree, but because it's a strap match, I'm going to go with Drew. Yeah. And that's the thing too, like, I'm not quite sure because I know Data E has kind of changed their stipulations on strap matches. I know like the traditional way was tagging each post. And, like, claiming a victory. I don't know if they're doing that this way or if it's literally just wearing a strap to not run away to get a pinfall. Or they're just hitting each other with straps. Like, yeah. they got two in each hand or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm not sure what stipulation you're working towards here, but either way, I think Cross is going to win. Uh, Matt Riddle is taking on Seth freaking Rollins in a fight pit match. With Daniel Comier, I think I pronounced that right, who will serve as special guest referee. Uh, last time I think we saw a fight pit match, it was Riddle. I think he took on Thatcher, and Kurningo was the referee of that one. Uh, so Riddle, familiar with fight pit matches, uh, taking on Seth Rollins. Uh, who do you got for this one? I'm going to go with Riddle. It's his match. Yeah, I picked Riddle, too. Just because I think uh, he needs, like, that win over Rollins to kind of end it all. Yeah. And with this being kind of a specialty match, it... I mean, honestly, WWE would be, you know... It it wouldn't be shocking for me to say, like, well, Riddle picked the match, we got to give it to Rollins. But Riddle needs that win over Rollins at some point. Yeah. So, uh, final match is Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey in the Extreme Rules match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. I want to give it to Rousey just because I, I love Liv Morgan. I think she's, she's one of my favorite talents. I just don't, I don't believe her as being champion. She just, and, and it, it, it's weird because I don't want to say, I don't want to be like a fucking super fan Steve, 
But I don't believe her as being like a tough champion. You know, I just I think like like I, I felt the same way about Alexa Bliss. But Alexa Bliss proved me wrong with the way she was able to wrestle, maintain the uh, hold the championship, you know, and defend it and everything. For some reason, like Liv Morgan just doesn't seem to have like that tough mentality. Mm, right. I, I mean, like no disrespect for her, but like when she wrestles. She sells herself, like, she sells the moves like she's, like, very weak and very, like, brittle. Mm -hmm. Like, she sells it like she's in, like, excruciating, and which you should, you know? Like, you know, peek behind the curtain. You want to sell it as if your body's getting fucked up. But, like, I mean, when she acts like she's at the point where she's about to fucking cry, I think that kind of hurts the character a little more. I'm like, you know, show that you're in pain. But don't show like you're a you're a toddler who just scrapes his fucking knee, right? And every every time she wrestles, it just it, I just get that weird feeling, and there's no way to really like you know luck out in a match like this, you know, like you know she's been appearing to be doing against Ronda Rousey. So as much as I love Liv Liv to have a successful title run, I don't think it's really working out as of right now, and I think Ronda's gonna take the title back. Uh, I'm going to go with Liv only because I think this is going to be the time where she does show that she's tough. Mm -hmm. She has all kinds of, you know, there's going to be weapons involved, so she'll be able to, you know, be tough with them. I think it'll shock Ronda a little bit and it might hurt, hurt her in the end. So I'm gonna go with Liv. Yeah. Another thing that could happen, and this is this would be the only thing that could that I would think would happen to give Liv the advantage. That there were constant times with Shayna Baszler being told by Rhonda that she wasn't tough enough, that she wasn't, you know, out to fucking kill or maim or whatever it was. So I could see Shayna coming in and attacking Rousey, giving Liv Morgan the win, which which builds a story between Shayna and Rousey to find out who's the baddest bitch in fucking wrestling is. So I can see Liv winning that way. And if that's the case, I'll happily take the loss on that prediction. But I don't know. I I don't know how likely WWE is to see that. That's why you know I should have been hired on to fucking be a booker for WWE a long time ago. Cause yeah. I know shit. <laughs> but. I think to do that, I think I, I think Rousey versus Baszler would be a great fucking feud because obviously we're not gonna see any four horse women and either, you know, sh you know Charlotte Flair and Bailey and you know Becky or on the other end with Ronda and Baszler and all them. So, um, but to see the two UFC people go at it with each other would be pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Um. Cool. Uh. Outside of that, nothing really televised that I'm too concerned about talking about. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned it. I, I don't remember how long ago it happened. Um, but uh, I think we talked about Malachi being released or having some kind yeah. of issues with being released. Yeah, it turns out he wasn't released, yeah. but he's just taking a leave of absence. Something like that. And I know like there was like some article I read that were like, Tony Khan said, like, he has, like, a three-year contract, but he doesn't have a three-year contract, whatever, for a seven-year, whatever the fuck it is. 
Um, so there's, I guess, I guess there's a lot of issues going on now with AEW as far as contracts and people want to be released or how they're used. Uh, I saw a video where FTR, everyone's calling it a shoot. I don't know how shoot it is or real it is with FTR, you know, hey, saying, hey, TK, we still work for you, book us. Um, I think that's just maybe something bigger that people are making it out to be than it really is. Uh, yeah. But, uh, WWE, uh, all this fucking Alice in Wonderland, White Rabbit bullshit going on. They're predicting Bray Wyatt. Yeah, yeah, and everyone's fucking pissed that they're thinking it's not Bray Wyatt because they believe it's Bray Wyatt so much. Yeah. Um. Man. But no, but no none, none too special as far as television wrestling I want to talk about. None I can really... Yeah think of as of right now is there anything you're watching? Uh, I, I know you said you're watching raw right now yeah and i'm about to drop a fucking shoot right now uh bobby lash he's taking on um ali right now mm-hmm. even though ali's like fighting back lashley is just beating the shit out of him and that's pissing me off they are burying ali again pretty much unless they unless he comes up with a win on this Okay, he just super kicked him right in the face. I don't know, I just like, I feel like he, they, in the beginning, Ali just got tossed around like he was nothing, but now he's fighting back, so I might be wrong, so maybe I won't shoot, but fucking give him a damn title already, god damn it, you hear that WWE, give Ali a championship. Why don't WWE listen to this, because they fucking steal my ideas. Trust me, if you fucking watch Extreme Rules and Shayna Baszler comes down and attacks fucking Rousey, it's because they listen to this and they're like, you know, that's not a bad fucking idea. She's giving away all my shit for free. All right. Yeah. You know, uh, AEW steals shit, too. I believe it. That You know, the firm, they stole that from us. It's our proving ground shit. That, we stole, we had the firm on there. Uh, yeah, well, there was the firm in Project Revolution too, but they don't count. Fuck them. Fuck them. Now we, we got some indie shit to talk about. We got a lot of indie shit. There's a lot, a lot of tit. A lot so of much tit. Tits. Huge tit. So, well, uh, as always, SCW yeah, will be the main. Yeah. Will be the main. Hundred <laughs> percent. So uh, I'm gonna cut it over to you. Uh, let's. Uh, Talk about last week's uh, highlights uh, this past weekend and stuff and everything. So, uh, floor's your turn. All right. So, I'm going to try and go through uh, the results as quick as I can. And then if you want to give your thoughts at the end, mm-hmm. feel free. All right. Crash tested was Saturday. What the hell? Oh, no. Go ahead. I was uh, pulling up uh, some of the YouTube pages and stuff, and I forgot that I had a video posted. Don't worry. All right. So, uh, Crash Tested had a show on uh, September 24th, Saturday. Uh, let's see here. The show started out with uh, Ricky Dunlap, Ricky the Janitor uh, tribute. Um, again, we uh, talked about it two weeks ago. He passed away recently. So a lot of, a lot of tributes for him as he touched a lot of hearts and had a lot of friends in, um, the Midwest, mainly Chicagoland area. All right. Let me pull that back up. All right. So that's there. All right. So, uh, workhorses, Wade Evans and DP3. 
defeated John Francis and Sean Danger via submission. John Francis um, has made his debut, and he was actually one of the trainers for the workhorses. So it was the student versus versus the teacher kind of thing, and they uh, made Sean Danger submit. Uh, Lethal Lottery match one. Damian Tyler versus Russell TD. Damian Tyler won the match. The Chasing Destiny Championship. Champion Nick Diamond defeated Michael Pierce. This was the kind of the shoot match kind of thing, but it was totally professional, I guess. Um, there was a little mishap. Somehow the bell ringer rang the bell before even though Michael Pierce kicked out. The referee didn't count to three. The referee didn't call for the bell. The bell ringer rang the bell. So Nick, uh, Nick Diamond got on the mic, said he didn't want to win like that. We're restarting the match, but Nick Diamond won the match anyway. Retained his championship. Uh, gauntlet. Uh, high Society Gauntlet. The first one to go through it was the uh, scumbag attorney, Eric Schultz. First one to come out was George Truly. Yeah. I lost. He used the ropes. Oh, he cheated on you, Nubby? He, he cheated on me. Oh, man. Son of a bitch. I, and it, it was going back and forth. Like, we were, you know, hitting each other. We weren't really bumping each other. But I just, I don't know. I... Maybe, I don't know, I got a little too slow, even for me. He kicked me in the gut, pushed me, grabbed my legs, you know, put the rope. Uh, so you went tortoise and not hair. Exactly. Oh, well, that happens. Yeah, you, you, know know what? What? you know what? You softened them up for everyone else. I did. Being the first one out there, that, I mean, that's, that's an honor because, like, hey, listen, we need the toughest guy out there to fucking soften him up so if he gets lucky... He's no fucking challenge for what comes next. Exactly. Um, before the match, though, um, his manager, Cameron Wayne, uh, came out with him, you know, and CEO Jed Williamson came out and told him, told Cameron that you are not going to be by the ring, but you are going to sit at ringside with two security guards in the front row, and he is to not get up. So there was that. And I'm not sure if he got up at any time after I lost, but it didn't matter because the next person that came out was Jay Thunder. Uh, Jay Thunder was whooping that ass, but workhorses came out and distracted him. Uh, referee had uh, one of the workhorses, and uh, I think it was Wade Evans that took Eric Schultz's briefcase and whacked Jay Thunder in the face. <sighs> shenanigans. The next one to come out was ARC's D'Angelo Steel with uh, C-Red. Um, because there's no beef between the High Society and the ARC, D'Angelo just walked out of the ring and took a count out. So, you talk about uh, getting a bye, getting a little rest, but the last participant was all day Marche Rocket and Marche took the win. So Eric Schultz will not be getting any title shots anytime soon. 
Thank you, Alde Marche. Uh, let's see. Lethal Lottery match two. It was Gunner Brave versus Mikey Peterson of the Workhorses, and Gunner Brave won. He, uh, I'm going to give it to Mikey Peterson on this. He uh, held his own. I'm surprised. He still lost because he's a bitch, but hey. <laughs> you're not going to beat Gunner Brave. Come on. But one tough bitch. He, he's part of um, uh, Seth Rollins' school, so of course. <laughs> All right, uh, CTW heavyweight title match, the main event. It was Miles Mercer, the Kang, versus Mike Strong. Miles Mercer took the win. Obviously, there were some shenanigans. ARC, you know, Renee Van Peebles, uh, C Red out there. After the match, D'Angelo Steele, Mar- um, Mercer, C Red, Renee Van Peebles, they were beating up Mike Strong and then. Marche Rocket came out for the saves. Um, it then set up um, an announcement for next uh, for November is Crash Givings. It's going to be a Survivor Series elimination match, of course. I mean, you should always have Survivor Series mm-hmm. in November, no matter where you're at. So it's going to be the ARC, C-Red, Miles Mercer, Renee Van Peebles, and D'Angelo Steele. Versus Marche Rocket, Mike Strong, Sanji, and a mystery partner. Who who knows the mystery? I don't. It is definitely a mystery. Who do you think it is, though? I think it's somebody that has issues with ARC. Seems like a short list. You? There's a long list. You. I'll spoil it right now. It is not me. Oh. Because I am in my own elimination match. But we will talk about that in the next few weeks. I don't want to spoil it. At, a, at another time. Another time. At so that, time. that is... The end of Crash Tested. So we will now fast forward to the next day, which was the Ileana Pro Wrestling Show, which featured the Medallion Tournament. Now, I'm not going to go through all the matches because all that is important is the main event for the Medallion. So the finals, it was Joey uh, Joey Dalton. Versus Jay Thunder versus Quinn Whittock. Joey Dalton is the n- new medallion holder. So, which means he can challenge for any championship except the league champion, which is Aaron Stone. But I'm going to get to him in a second. So, any title, he can get two more people and go for the Trails tag titles or even go against Ewok for the alternative title. Whatever he chooses. Now, it's good for two championship matches. However, in order to get that second match, that second title match, he has to win the first one. So let's say he 
goes after Ewok, wins the alternative championship, he can challenge for another title. But if he loses, he cannot challenge for any more titles as the uh, medallion is vacated, null and void. Like it never happened. So, that is the rule for that. Um, let's see, there was another match. Okay, um, and a special grudge match. It was El Scorpion Dorado, Dorado, whatever, versus Aaron Stone, the league champion, as I mentioned. Aaron Stone defeats El Scorpion. And after the match, Aaron Stone went on a little rant saying that as league champion, he still has not been in a main event at IPW. But mentions that there was somebody that was in the main event that didn't deserve to be in one before him. And that was Steve. Power Hour Steve? Power Hour Steve got called, got called out by Aaron Stone. So it's going to be Aaron Stone versus Steve at the October show. I don't understand it. <laughs> Why? Aaron, see, here's the thing. Aaron Stone has been ducking the whole entire roster by not defending his championship to begin with. When everybody's titles were on the line a couple shows ago, yeah. where was he? Sitting in the back eating Cheetos or something, doing something, maybe having a beer. He didn't defend his title, and he was called out by by the other champions. So what does he do? He challenges the ticket taker. Steve was taking tickets, and he, he was challenged. Real tough there, Aaron Stone. Well, so, yeah, you, know, that uh, you know, Steve. Uh, Steve's a tough motherfucker. I don't know if you remember, but uh, he did win the Battle Royal at Halmanio last year. He did. He did. So, I mean, how, how he survived Chucky, I'll never know. <laughs> He was just a Captain America. Captain America wins all. Right. He defeated the Flash. Uh, and then there was another special challenge match. The Workhorses, DP3, Mikey Peterson, and Wade Evans versus the dog-faced bastard, Greg Murray, Nikki Nix, and yours truly. Did we win? Did yeah. we win? No. You're right. How do you think we lost? Rather, take a guess. Ah, uh, God. I'm going to guess cheating. You're uh, right. They cheated. Man. No, but you can't catch a break, man. They keep putting you up against cheaters. It's not fair. I mean, I didn't, wasn't the one that was cheated this time, technically. Ah, uh, okay. Well, at least they didn't cheat on you. You know, you don't deserve to have that happen twice. Especially in the Right. But um Nikki Nix almost had the match one for us. She had DP three in her submission and while the referee was distracted, Wade Evans came in with um Greg Murray's bone and hit Nikki in the head. Yeah, and and that's and that's the thing too, is like I know and I guess it's kind of embarrassing to say, but like with Nikki being, you know, at SCW training, uh, getting booked at SCW, to me, she's an SCW person. 
Um, I know that she has a history in the business before SCW. I don't know it. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't give a fuck about it at this moment. But um, she's had several big matches with Amazon, with Angel. And yeah, she's not coming up victorious, but pretty fucking close. Oh yeah, and that's impressive in like in itself. Like I, said, like, I I know she had a history before she came back into before she came back to the business and came back at SCW. Um, so I don't know how long she's been gone, but she's only been back maybe for like a handful of fucking matches that I've seen. And each one, she gets a little bit stronger, a little bit faster, a little bit better. So. To get one up on her like that, I mean, they're lucky mm-hmm. because I think she's getting to that point where, like, things like that may not happen again. Right. Um, but I'm a huge fan of her. I'm glad, like you said, I, and I, I know we've talked about it, uh, not you and I, but talked about it on the show a few times. The, the two biggest things that SCW lacks uh, is, a, is a tag team division and a women's division. Uh, they don't have, you know, I mean, they, they got enough fucking dudes. They got enough fucking big dudes, you know, you know, they got, they got some guys who, you know, they got some quick guys. I wouldn't say high flyers, but yeah, some technical guys, some powerhouse dudes and everything. They got that fucking wheelhouse set. But when it comes to the women's division, uh, it's not that big. Uh, obviously women in the industry in this area is kind of scarce. A lot of the talent, a lot of the women, the the female talent in this area, you know, they're they're going on to bigger, better things. NXT, AEW, whatever it is, you know, Shimmer, you know, whatever. Um, so you don't get a lot of it. So for someone like this to get back into the business, shows that they still have go, is really fucking cool. So yeah. I'm sure it was fun to tag with her and everything. And it's just unfortunate that cheating had to, you know, prevent fucking Nubby from getting, you know, another fucking victory for the weekend. But I will say this, we did beat their ass for most of the match. Oh, I had no doubt. I mean, it, it was simple, easy. We were beating the shit out of them. It just took one little, I guess we let our guard down. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some shit, you know, the referee just got in the way too much, and he got distracted, and shit happens. Yeah. I mean, I'll give it to DP3. He knocked me and um, Greg Murray on our asses pretty much for the first time the whole match. And, but he got me in the face, so I was a little bit cockeyed myself, so I couldn't save Nikki, you know, right away. I was, I was close, but I just didn't make it. You know, me and Nikki have, haven't had, you know, the wins lately, but shit happens, you know, we're, we're working our way back. I mean, cause this is, I haven't wrestled full time and for a long time. I'm still getting in the swing of things. Like, I think I feel better now than I did a year ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to get my energy back, my confidence. I mean, after that Rocket Pro show that from the Battle Royal, I was like, all right, here we go. It was starting to come back. Just not everything's going to happen. Yeah, I won a title, but where did that, that get me? Well, my only two pins. If you, if you ever feel the need to knock some ring rust off and everything, you can uh, head on down to the SCW training schools that uh, happen on Tuesdays and Thursday nights. I've been there quite a few. Right. I'm actually going to be returning there very soon, sooner than later. It's just work. 
Our my schedule, gym, man. My gym is your gym, bro. Me, me gym as Sue gym. <laughs> All right. Um, that was two weeks, almost two weeks ago. About I say over a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're gonna get into this past weekend. Um, let's see here. Uh, I guess I'll start with Pow. Um, oh wait, that's right. I got nothing because they haven't posted their results, and the higher ups at Pow decided to leave me on red when I asked them nicely to send me the results so I can promote them. But that's okay. Pretty pretty embarrassing for them. It is. Right. Try to you know I'm trying to be nice here despite what they do to me. Exactly. We we can only do so much here at the podcast. We can reach out. But hey, you know what? If they don't if they don't want this shit mentioned, that's on them. They want to sit there and post pictures and get people to uh fake news their own ideas on that referee photo about right. saying how you and Flat Top were the bad guys and shit. Well, hey, you know, let them uh let them fucking uh post a little bullshit. But I have a theory. I would love to hear but- what if they're not going to post the results because there were some SCW matches or SCW versus POW? And what if SCW came out on top? Maybe that's why they're not posting. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised one bit if that's true. You know, I mean, POW doesn't matter if they're on their own turf or you know, at SCW's turf. Yeah, they don't really they don't really win that often. I mean, I'm pretty sure some of the stuff that did happen. Uh, led to having their match at uh, Wrestle Rage, where it's going to be was it five on four on five or four on four five on five elimination match at Wrestle Rage SCW versus Pow. Yeah, I think I think it's five on five because if I remember correctly, it's Lee Payne. So we got Marco and Hunter. Uh, Terry Allen's going to be there. Uh, he's going to be part of it, and I want to say there were two other people. Aaron Xavier. And maybe Sean Mulligan. No, I don't think that's it. I right, if I'm gonna, I'll find, I'll pull it up. No, See, yeah, I'll, uh, even if they 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 fucked me today, but I'm still promoting them. Jagoffs, <laughs> fucking jagoffs. Bunch of fucking jagoffs, bud. Fucking pal, they suck ass. Um. So it will be. Yep, uh, Lee Payne, Sean Mulligan, Terry Allen, and Aaron Xavier versus Team Revolution, which is Jimmy Blaze and the guy from uh, the nursing home, Eric Freedom, uh, Lost Soul, Chris Cairo, um, it's your boy Mason Perks, uh, Scott Spade with Tiny, and uh, Mr. Misery. That's a nice team. Oh, Special Enforcer, Austin Roberts. Oh, there we go. Former, former uh, Abaddon or Abaddon, however Daly wants me to pronounce it. What Nightbreed with uh, Hunter Payne? Yeah, Balthazar. Balthazar. The fucking Balthazar. Former member oh. of Cash Inc. Elite Pro. Fuck yeah. Back when oh, yeah, he that... was uh, some scrawny bald-headed white guy and says some. Beefed up, bald-headed white guy. He was about medium at at, at Elite Pro. I yeah. say he was he was getting there. Him and um, 
Marche. Marche, they now that both, motherfucker. They, they bumped up huge since last time I saw them. And for someone that's that huge, Marche can still fly. Oh, yeah. Oh. Those drop kicks, man. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, with that said, uh, since Pyle decided to fade me, um, they're not going to get the results, but I guess it's because SCW whooped their ass. So, um, I'm going to go with Northland. Uh, it's called Nightmare on the Square. Ooh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Adam Stallion defeated a local guy. Um, Alpha Zeta Zeta defeated Doom Montgomery and some other local guy. The, I'm not being given real names here. Yeah. This is what happens when you talk to Metalhead. He doesn't give me names. He doesn't even talk. doesn't even know how to type. <laughs> we need interns. We just he, need fucking interns. You know, I, I am still his manager, and yet he still hasn't learned how to type. Uh, the Cypher <laughs> defeated, uh, King Trell, um, Moondog Murray, or, or Dogface Bastard, whatever he is at Northland. He defeated Joey Mayberry. Mario Pardua defeated Jay Thunder. Uh, Nestra, def- or lost, uh, Eddie the Bruiser, Cruiser guy, um, I have to get his name right. Uh, Eddie defeated the Nestra. Uh, Metalhead versus Michael Myers. Uh, from what I saw. The murderer. The murderer. Oh, gotcha. Uh, this ended up being a no contest because Cypher came out and choke slammed the both of them. And then the main event for the Northland Championship match, Championship title. It was Eric Schultz versus champion Cody James in a casket match. And from what I heard, uh, Eric Schultz defeated Cody James as the all heel wrestling people came out and stuffed Cody James in the casket. That's a shame. I like Cody. I would love to see Cody uh, back at Southland soon. Uh, sooner or later, I'm hearing some good um, possible happenings. Yeah, I had a conversation. He was uh, he was on one of my Southland talks. I had a good talk with him. Cool fucking dude. This was obviously pre, uh, you know, him uh, him hating on Nubby with Chris Miller, but Oh, of course. Cool, cool fucking dude. Of course, you know, I still hate him. <laughs> but I, I defeated him in uh, Chris Miller, so there's that. And, you know, <laughs> speaking of Cody James, you know, earlier in the day, before he went and got uh, buried, he wrestled at uh, Rocket Pro Wrestling mm. in the first match. He had a, a Rocket Pro Championship uh, match against champion Christian Rose. That match ended up being a no contest because they both decided, as they were brawling, to push the referee. The referee had not, didn't want anything to do with it. He disqualified both of them. It, it allowed um, everybody to come out from the back, except me, because I didn't want to get in the middle of it. Um, to pull, pull them apart, they were going at each other. They wanted to kill each other. Um, so next month, they'll have a rematch. And I'm thinking 
it's going to be a no disqualification match or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So after that, Cody went and got buried. Um. Well, not not a good weekend for Cody James. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I had a better weekend than him. Crazy. Um, before the, uh, that match happened at the beginning of the show, there was a video shown, showing Joey Roth being injured. Uh, so Joey Roth was not there to help his buddies of the idols. Uh, he's blaming Steve because Steve eliminated him from the Royal last month. So Steve's fault, apparently. Fucking Steve, man. Always, always has to get into the middle of something. Can't just be there. Well, he it wasn't his fault. He was booked to be in the Rumble. He was number 13 or 14. Yeah, I'm sure the elimination was a little too aggressive. Aren't they supposed to be? Slightly aggressive. Slightly. Slightly. Well... <laughs> I don't well, know. No, you're right. You're right. There, there, it's an aggression thing because you want to win, right? You know? And I'm gonna guess that if he really got hurt getting thrown out of the ring, that he wasn't properly trained on how to take a bump. Well, he is a manager, and I beat him twice. Oh, there you go. See, the first time in under five minutes, and I yeah, took he, his title. You know what? He wasn't elite pro trained. That's his problem. Yeah, I was. Ha. You were. So, uh, the next match, Aaron Stone defeated the Ryan Matthews. Um, Aaron Stone called him out, cut a promo, and then Ryan Matthews came out, and then got his ass beat. Uh, let's see, um, oh, so for this match to happen, general manager Damian Saint, um, but, Stone's spot in the briefcase match on the line. So Stone had something to fight for. Wow. Uh, Damien Saint's a bastard. I'm just going to put that out there. Even though uh, he did grant me my wish, but I will bring that up later. <laughs> so then after the match, Ryan uh, Matthews attacks Stone. Of course. Because, you know, he's a big baby. Uh, Shaq Jordan wrestled Russell TD and Hot Rod Daddy Andy in a triple threat match, qualifying match, I should say, for the Rocket to the Top briefcase match for Harvest Havoc, and Shaq Jordan wins the match. So, so far, we got Aaron Stone and Shaq Jordan in this, uh, Rocket to the Top briefcase match. Um, it was after that. Damien Saint come out and with Damien Gray of the Idols. Um, decided to put Jay Beck, who was the former general manager before the Idols took over, and put him on um, janitorial duties. Kind of like what Crash Tested did to um, Steve Kenton years ago. So, um, he had a vacuum, everything, you know, wash toilets, some shit like that. And then he decided to yell at Steve. He yelled at Steve and told Steve that he has to stand for the rest of the show. So Steve was not allowed to sit down. 
They took his chair and everything. And then Steve tried to get another chair, and, well, they took that chair away. So Steve had to stand. Yeah. I mean, they are in control, so. Yeah. Again, Damien Saint's an asshole. But again, he grabbed me my wish, so I gotta stop calling him an asshole <laughs> before he takes it away. Um, so after all that, um, Joey Blues called out Brian Crazer. They're Team No Coast. They're the ones that have been having issues. Mm-hmm. And Joey Blues just wanted to talk. Well, they talked, but then they beat, beating each other up some more. So other No Coast members came out and they um, tried to separate them. And then they were, well, apparently it was supposed to be Joey Blues and Brian Crazer in a six-man tag. But ended up being the other No Coast members, DC Shaw and Trevor Wolf. Trevin Wolf. And who would their uh, partner be? Well, we'll get to that in a sec. As they took on the Kings of the Sixth, which is Devin August and Skyler Reed. They're from Canada. Canada. A couple of Canadians. And they also had a mystery partner. Now, you're, you're probably going to wonder, well, how did this happen when this guy was supposed to be somewhere else at the same time? Mm-hmm. Their mystery partner was Michael Myers. How was he there and in Woodstock at the same time? <laughs> so No Coast had a mystery partner, and it was Darth Vader. This is why I love wrestling so much. <laughs> and... So No Coast and Darth Vader win as Darth Vader used the Force on Michael Myers to not only whoop his ass, but also to make Michael Myers turn on his partners to get the win. God, that's amazing. <laughs> that video's up on YouTube, right? Um, It's on Wrestling with Unicorns right now. It's not on their YouTube page. I did share it. Wrestling with Unicorns? Yeah, that's the um their video um team. They they shoot videos at they were um a representative at the show on Saturday. So I did share it. You just have to look for it. I tagged a couple people in it. Did you share it on uh, our Facebook page? On mine. I didn't share it on yours. Yeah, you motherfucker. I you know, I should have tagged him, and I don't know why. Well, you okay. Well, what it is, because uh, the the guys that I tagged run, are part of that podcast, the Jedi Talk and Fork Motherbox. So they're DC and all that, Jedi fans, Star Wars fans. Gotcha, gotcha. So I didn't even think. Um, triple Threat Match, uh, Rocket to the Top Briefcase Qualifying Match. It was 12 gauge versus Axel Rico versus Bad Buns, Jay Fowler. Fowler won with the Buns on Axel Rico. So it's going to be Aaron Stone versus Shaq Jordan 
versus Fowler at Harvest Havoc for the shot to the top briefcase. Um, in a singles match, it was Quinn Widock versus Shogun Chris Logan. Um, let's see, uh, Shogun was actually escorted by the Windy City Ghostbusters. They had the Proton Compact and everything. It was funny. Uh, Quinn Widock ended up winning... Because Damian Gray decided to be an asshole and distract Shogun and um and hit him with a bat. And Widock didn't see it, so he kinda felt bad and uh showed some respect to Shogun after the match. <clears throat> the next match, um before the match, Johnny Nye appeared on screen as he was not in the building. He was supposed to team with the Idols in an eight-man tag against those damn Coyotes. So he ended up being replaced with a new member of the Idols, Tully Bertarelli. I just got new water. A new water. Was your Thornton's uh, fountain drink? We didn't get one today. Oh, gee. Is that a koozie? Yep. You had a water and a koozie, Dubby? That's right. Fucking classy as hell, man. That's what I do. That's classy uh, as fuck. Here I am just drinking out of a regular plastic cup. You got a water bottle with a koozie. Oh, damn. fucking a. That's God. a lot of roll. You should see the our living room. It's full of koozies. Everywhere, and and then we still wonder where the fuck they are. <laughs> <laughs> so many uh, koozies, I can never find one. Exactly. Um. So ended up being the fabulous idols, Damian Gray, Kevin Cade, Ruthless Rock and Rivera, and Tully versus those damn Coyotes, Connor Hopkins, Brooks Berna, Damian Disjane, and a non-Coyote, Maximus Orion. Uh, Team Orion and the Coyotes defeated the Fabulous Idols. Um, they got on the mic to um, talk some more to the Idols because they their um, dispute is not over yet. There, there's still a lot to go go on. This fight is going to keep going. But yeah. um, Berna got on the mic as well and called somebody to come in the ring. Can you guess who that person was? You. It was me. I was doing commentary for that match. And he called me in the ring because he knew I had something to say. Um, if Did you watch the Power Hour with Rock and Rivera on it? No, I have not. Uh, the, the last few weeks, I, I've, I've been behind yeah. the last few weeks. I plan on catching up, uh, but no. I heard, so, it was go- I heard it was good. I mean, I... I I catch the comments and stuff when people are posting about it, kind of like get an idea of what's going on with it, but I have not personally you know, listened to it now. So, uh, and on the show, uh, Rockin', I've known him for a long time, and he uh, made that known. He actually said I was kind of like a big brother to him. 
Ooh, did he get in trouble for mentioning your name on the Power Hour? No, apparently that's okay. It, we're squashed that. Everything's squashed. I, oh, I now it's okay. Now it's I, I, I still get the dirty looks, but, but everything's square. But, um, so we, he mentioned that I was like a brother, that there's no beef with me. It's just yeah. business is business. Mm-hmm. So I met, I brought that up in a, in the promo and I'm like, well, I'm going to conduct my own business. And I challenged him to a match for next month. And Nubby. he accepted. And then later on, Damien Saint saw me after the show and said he's granting my wish. So it'll be me versus Rockin' for the RPW Chicagoland Championship at Harvest Havoc on November 5th. What was, that? what was the title you recently held? That was the Chicagoland Championship. It was under IPW, and because RPW was taking it, I vacated it to them for the Fatal 4-Way, and then I had a chance to win it. But I got cheated, as usual, by rocking. You know, my little brother hit me with my weapon. Go figure. Business is business, right? Yeah. Uh, in a singles match for the Outer Limits Championship, it was Gunner Brave, the Outer Limits Champion, versus Storm Grayson. This match was pretty fun to watch. I was doing a little bit of commentary on that as well. Um, I actually had my first win against Storm Grayson years ago. Nice. Uh, it was in a tag match, me and Nick Cutler against him and Brendan Conway. I was so over that day, too, but the promoter didn't like me still. No matter how over I was, he still wouldn't book me after that. That's okay. His companies no longer exist. Um. Anyway, so yeah. Gunner Brave, Gunner Brave defeated uh, Storm Grayson. Uh, some shenanigans happened there. Um, I believe it was the idols that got involved. But Gunner Brave just walked away. Didn't care. He, yeah. He's. I, I think he's still on the side if he wants to be an idol. But we'll see how this plays out. Um, match eight. Casket match. All day Marche Rocket versus Grin. Grin defeated Marche. And buried Marche all day. He buried him. That's it. Marche's buried. Oh, Marche. He's out. He's out out of there now. He had help, but Grin won. Um, I don't know what happens here with Grin. Is he going to come back and, you know, go for the title again? We don't know, but that was the end of this feud. It's been a, a whole year, exactly a year. Grin made his debut, challenged Marche, and now they fought all year and... They finally ended it. So that's the end of Rocket Pro until Harvest Havoc, which is November 5th. I get my title shot. Fucking rocking. Kill you. Rocking. <laughs> All right. Um, we got some shows coming up. Uh, even though I hit, there's a show here for Sunday, we'll still keep Southland for the main event because that's our home. 
for JFW. Amen. So we'll start with ARW, which is the same day as Southland, but I feel like it's um, only right to promote it still because it's what we do. We are JFW, and we promote and talk about stuff. Fuck. Yes. Preach. Uh, Preach, Nubby. So, ARW returns October 8th, this Saturday. American Legion Post 100, 1899 Central Avenue, Lake Station, Indiana. Doors open at 6 p.m., bell time 7 p.m., tickets just $10. Uh, let's see here. We have a tag tournament match. It is going to be Hot Rod Daddy Andy and Muggsy James versus Joey Dalton and Quinn Whittock. That should be a fun match. Oh, yeah. Max Holiday versus Nick Diamond, the undeniable, and the golden ticket holder. Oh, shit, that's right, yeah. Indiana, blah, blah, blah. Indiana State title is on the line as Bob the champion takes on Lennox Leon. Then we got Nick Cutler and Greg Gov. Glover versus Dave Allen and Isaiah Moore. Um, this Dave Allen and Nick Cutler are still going on after the last few months. Nick Cutler has been keeping his title due to shenanigans and referee stuff and see what happens with this tag match. Uh, let's see, uh, I want to call it a special challenge, grudge match, something like that. Lumberjack, Braun the Lumberjack versus JPH. JPH has gone on to uh, challenge every member of the family, it seems. He took out Ivan, and now he wants yeah. Braun. So, JPH. It, it, it seems ever since JPH... Uh... Uh, betrayed SCW, went to POW, whatever became JPH 2099 or whatever the fuck he is, 3090, whatever the hell it is, whatever goofy era he's from, in the, uh, the, the o ODSY. Yeah, Odyssey, some shit. Yeah, he, uh, he, he, he seems like he's more now than ever trying to make a name for himself. Uh, which he, he's done a great job as, at, at, at it, you know, when he was at SCW, when he was, you know, a fan favorite. Now it seems like he's trying to make a name for himself in the wrong ways. You know, right. trying to be like, you know, like, you know, looking at all these veterans and these guys who paved the way for independent wrestling and just showing that he's better than them. And, I mean, it's all well and good. If, you know, he is truly making a name for himself. It's just not the way you would hope to see JPH do it. Right. I mean, maybe losing that championship did a lot to his head, but I just feel like yeah. he joined the wrong team. It wasn't SCW that cost him the title. No. So, and now he's going at, at ARW. He's going trying to go through the family. But I feel like, yeah, he's going to, okay, fine. He's going to take out the veterans of the family, but. Rumor has it there's new members going to be joining. Is he going to go through them? And will it be the same results? 
will JPH take out Braun? And if he does, will newer ones come and, you know, stop him from going through the whole family? Yeah, and and that's one thing, too. And I know I kind of touched on it a little bit with my interview with Ivan. And obviously, we're going to mention the match that's like the high uh, highlight of this uh, ARW show. Uh, the idea that Ivan was retiring and calling it a career, like we didn't know what was left for the family after that. But it doesn't seem like the family's going to go away. No, I mean, I'm I'm seeing uh, Jay City right now. Uh, one of the, I mean, he's been around a long time, but he's uh-huh. still young and he's getting back in the game. And it looks like he's a new member of the family. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm kind of hoping uh, someone else becomes a member, but I won't mention my name. <laughs> I've been fighting for that. I think, I think all you gotta do is just show up with the shirt, man, and they'll just assume you're part of it. Someone actually did assume I was when I showed up at the one show I did go to with the shirt on. <laughs> I I kind of wanted to roll with it, but I'm like. Oh, I can't do that. I'll just I'll be like, yeah, I bought I bought it. I bought it to support him. Work the gimmick, bro. Work the yeah. fucking gimmick. But but to be able to wear it as a member is like a whole different feeling. Yeah. No, I, it, I, I get that. And it's like something I do want to be like part of. I want to be something cool, part of something cool like that. It's just oh. one of the things I've never been part of a faction, and I've been. Oh. Like, the not no wait hold on Whoa. no I, no no Whoa. in wrestling in the ring not podcast in the oh. ring oh, two, different, two different two <laughs> different maybe sides. Not, dude you won't be part of a fucking faction you motherfucker I, in the ring oh hell's oh, I, outside the ring I am part of the greatest faction in podcast history God, the JFW podcast you motherfucker. Hit me in the fields there, nubs. Right in the fields. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, then we got the, um, I guess, career match, career ending, uh, last man, last match, singles match, uh, Ivan Manson versus Terry Allen. There is a video out there of them talking about it. On the, I think it's on the ARW page. Um, I believe it uh, was, uh, it happened after the roast, but, uh, this match, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm sad I'm going to miss it, but gotta do what we gotta do, right? Yeah, I, I really wanted to check his last match out, and as soon as I figured out what date it was, it's like, I mean, there's obligations that you gotta fucking yeah. be a part of, and. I'm sure it'll be up online, um, and it, it's a bittersweet thing because I mean, as much as you know, I want Ivan to keep moving forward and keep, <clears throat> and he's been posting pictures of his training and getting ready for it, and dude looks almost better than he has in fucking years, fucking mm-hmm. jacked. Um, so, but at the same time, like I know, as soon as it's over, I'm gonna get him back on the show, and we're gonna do some fucking stories and everything. So I'm really eager to see that. Uh, and that's coming up here in December, so um, I'm sure it's going to be a great fucking match. Uh, it's awesome that uh, he got Allen to do it as much. Yeah. 
Alan uh, is in like one of my favorite people. You know, I had a lot of respect for him to at least do yeah. that for him. Uh, so um, that that should be an interesting. It's an interesting card overall. So we'll see what happens with the aftermath and where things go, and see what yeah. where Terry Allen goes after this. What is is he gonna be completely done after that too? I mean, what does he do? Um, so that's ARW. That's this Saturday. Also Saturday, but a few hours before. So, some of you should be able to do make two shows or three three shows if you wanted. If you can do it, uh, Dreamwave returns this Saturday for a three o'clock special start time show. Doors open at two p.m. It's at Lou's La, Lagrado at uh, it's. 3001 5th Street in Peru, Illinois. Uh, front row is $30. Second row is $25. General mission is 20 Kids 10 and under, you're only $10. Uh, let's see here. Uh, one of the matches, Davey Richards versus Christian Rose. That should be a good one. We've got Hartenbauer versus Justin Fowler. So I said his name wrong earlier. My bad. Justin, not Jay. Maybe people should write Justin and not Jay on the papers. <laughs> Lynch Dorado versus Frugal Del Sol. I think I said that right. Diogo Del Sol. Yeah. That's going to be uh, an interesting lucha match. Uh, a special appearance by Luigi Primo, the pizza guy. You've seen him on uh, the news doing his pizza stuff. Uh, I'm so glad I have because I didn't know who that guy was until I saw the videos of him fucking popping up like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Fucking incredible. Uh, Lance Archer will be taking on Griff Garrison. Hornswoggle or Swoggle for copyright reasons, versus Ziki Zishi. He's the manager of Vic Capri and Justin Fowler. Uh, Nick Brubaker versus Bucky Collins. And we got 12 Gage and Hunter Holdcraft versus the four star heroes, which is uh, Matt Nix and Chris Castro. And then we got Axel Rico versus Connor Hopkins of those damn Coyotes. And I believe that is the match card for Dreamwave. I do not see any more matches up there, so that should be it. As always, you can follow Dreamwave on Facebook, along with ARW Pro, and um, along with this new show I'm about to talk about. Um, they've had a few shows, um, over the last couple of years, but due to COVID, you know, they had to stop running here and there, but Chicagoland Championship Wrestling returns to action October 9th, which is Sunday at the American Legion, American Legion, Marion, 
American Legion 451 is 121 Squiet Legion Ave. That's S-K-W-I-A-T Legion Ave in Michigan City, Indiana. Doors open at 1 p.m., bell time 2 p.m., general mission $10. A family four-pack is only $30. So really, you're buying three and getting one free for a family, pretty much. That's fucking math, guys. Hell yeah. That hurt my brain. Can't argue with math. Oh. Um, They got a huge card. Um... As they're bringing in a lot of stars from different companies. Uh, let's see. We got the Outrunners versus Youth Gone Wild. The Sin City Playboys versus, now I cannot say their, their fucking name. The Bro, Brew Bros. B-R-E-A-U-X. Whatever that word is, bros. Brew. Something like that. Brew Bros. There's there 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 are a couple of uh I want to say hippies. Works for me, man. <laughs> um, let's see. We got Sunny Zay. I think that's how you say it. Z H A I versus Garrison Creed, the mercenary. Marche Rocket versus Braven Fett. We have a special CCW versus Dragon Gate special attraction. Is La, it's La Estrella versus Manny Cortez. Uh, special Wrestle League, or no, it's a, the Wrestle League and UHC championship match. The champion for who, um, the person that holds both of those belts, the Ewok versus Jackson Larkin. Jackson P. Larkin, I should say. That's what. Uh, C3 title match. Champion Miles Mercer versus Shaq Jordan. HCW title match. Chip Walker versus Russell T.D. And then the CCW championship match. Champion Chris Logan versus Eric Dillinger. You, if you want to see who are these, uh, who these guys are, uh, check out Chocolate Championship Wrestling on Facebook. Um, a lot of flyers are on there with their faces. I Some of these guys I do not know, so yes, I fucked up their name. But um, the owner, John Bullard, uh, is putting together some fun shit with this company. Um, they will be on Amazon Prime. Uh, they've been on Fight TV. Uh, so a couple of their shows are on those particular websites. So check them out. You will do not want to miss this show, which is Sunday, October 9th. And that is all I have for the tip. Perfect. <clears throat> Guys, this Saturday, October 8th, SCW and Shock the System will return to Steam Howl Brewing in Mantino to bring you Hollow Mania, rock and wrestling. It is rock music. It is wrestling. It is everything you need for an awesome Saturday night. Tickets are currently available for $20. They either fit by you, Pace Setters, or at Steam Hollow. You can buy them ahead of time for $20, bucks, or you can buy them at the door for also $20. Uh, 
Tickets do go fast. Uh, the shows have been known to sell out at Steam Hollow. Uh, one of the things, I don't know if it's really been mentioned. I don't know if I'm supposed to do it, but I'm going to fucking do it anyways because it makes me happy. Is uh, over the over the year or the couple of years that SCW has been at Steam Hollow, they do about maybe three shows um, a, a year there. Starting in 2023, they're doubling down and uh, they're doing six uh, six shows a year. Wow! So it's grown. I'm happy it's grown, and I'm happy they're doing a lot more there. Um, and I'm happy they're doing the rock and wrestling concept because not only do you get to go out there and enjoy a night of wrestling, but you also get to enjoy uh, a pretty awesome cover band as well. Uh, door opens at 6.30. The bell time is at 7. And, of course, you can enjoy Steam Howl's Brews while you watch fucking wrestling. Uh, again, um, make sure you get there and get your tickets. Uh, they are collecting donations for St. Jude's Children's Hospital, and they will be doing an all-ages costume contest. So, Nubby, got a chance, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Got a fucking chance. You want to be chucking? I, I thought about it. I kind of a I had a good idea of the scariest thing I want to be, but I'd have to get a suit. <laughs> All I gotta do is walk around some glasses and breathe with your mouth open and shit, and cause people fucking titles and matches, like my fucking high voltage belt. Hmm. So you you you're kind you kind of know where I was going I with know that exactly what you're fucking talking about 100. Uh, some of the matches that have been announced for uh, Hallowmania, uh, VIP will be taking on VJ Price. We got uh, the Hitman Koa Laksamana. I don't know if I'm even saying that name right, but close. I enough think you to... actually said it right. Did I fuck yeah? We taking on uh, Pow's own Kazil or Kazile. Don't fucking know again. These people need basic fucking names. Whatever happened to like Mark or Chad or a Bob and Bill? Fucking Kyle. Uh, I think he, I think he's trying to be snazzy with the word Kyle. I don't know. Dummy. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Pals Xavier DeFos taking on Marco Anthony. Ooh. We got Pals Mason Perks going up against Sean Mulligan for the SCW Genesis Championship. Ooh, it's a rematch from last show, WrestleTopia, isn't it? Right. Uh, I don't know if that's a. I don't know if it was Mason Perks. Yeah, it was. Was it Mason Remember? Perks? One? Yeah, because mem- yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, you're right. 100%. He had a cup uh, and. Yep. Yes, it is. Uh, let me see here. So I mentioned that one, mentioned that one, mentioned that one, mentioned that one. Uh, we got uh, Hunter Payne defending his SCW Heavyweight Championship against uh, Miles Mercer. Ooh. Right? Right? Damn. Sure. I, I think it's been confirmed that C-Red will be in the building. And for those of you who don't know or don't remember, need a refresher, C-Red, Hunter Payne, they have some history. C-Red previously... Managed Elite Pain when they were tag team champions. Cost Elite Pain the tag team champions as he betrayed them. Mm. So they really haven't been near each other for a long period of time. So who knows what's going to happen in this match. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see here. I want to make sure I get everything and not everything I'm not supposed to because that would be bad. Nikki Nix will be taking on Renee Van Peoples of ARC. 
Ooh. You know, they've had uh, quite a few matches at IPW, so you're in for a treat. Yep. I'm pretty sure it's not listed here, but I'm pretty sure Spade and Blaze might be there. I wouldn't Uh, doubt it. Yeah, so don't don't quote me if I'm wrong there, but I'm pretty sure I thought they were. And uh, speaking of rematches from uh, WrestleTopia, uh, me hooks will be going one on one with El Dorado, but uh, this is this is non-title. That's bullshit. Non-title. It, it uh, El Dorado has to earn the opportunity to fight for the title, and I think. Beating the champion will give him definitely a head start into that running for a championship opportunity. But I don't need the I don't need the pressure of trying to get a title back on his mind. I need him to get refocused. I need him to go into this match and think this isn't about a title. This is about a W. And if he could get past that and do that, then obviously we'll look at championship opportunities in the future. But for the time being, I need him to focus on the win, not the title. So, so um, my name is not there with versus anything. No, yeah. this is a high voltage, bro. But still, what do we do? Talk, talk to Terry. He won't be there. Oh, now I'll tell you. Talk to your buddy huh. Steve. I'm pretty sure he's in charge when fucking Terry's out there. I'm not in charge of this. I'm just relayed the match card, man. No. Oh. I'm a little bummed out there's not mention of a, a costume battle royale. Well, well, that's just crazy. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, we don't mention anything about Natasha Crane being in action because she did get injured at the last show. And she'll be recovering from that. So, uh, speed recovery to uh, Natasha Crane. Um, and like I said, I do believe that uh, the that the tag team champions will be in attendance for this show. I hope they're defending uh, their titles because they haven't defended them since they won them. That's true. That's true. Uh, again, guys, that is this Saturday at Steam How Brewing in Mantino, Illinois. Make sure you get out there. Doors open 6.30, bell times at 7. Tickets are $20. Get there as soon as you can. For those who need the address, it is 450 South Spruce Street, Unit C in Mantino. Uh, Veteran-owned microbrewery. Uh, Awesome place if you haven't been there. If you've been there, you already know, so I don't need to explain it further. It's awesome. Everything is awesome. Uh, W, you got anything to add? I got nothing. Awesome. Guys, make sure you do check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JFW Podcast or Just Freaking Wrestling. <laughs> Again, if you are booking a company, you own a company, or you wrestle for a company that you want plugged and promoted on Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, make sure you go ahead and uh, reach out to us either on Facebook or email us at JustFreakingWrestlingYahoo.com because we love to talk about all the wrestling companies in the area. And, uh, yeah, you catch our show when it's released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, you know, just by searching JFW Podcast or Just Freaking Wrestling. W, that's all I got. I think we can ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis. 
I am the Amazing Turtle, Kawabunga, everybody. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.